0: It's day 20 of Advent. I'm Herbie Newell, and this is the Defender Podcast Advent Edition. This podcast is a ministry of Lifeline Children's Services and exists to mobilize and equip the body of Christ to manifest the gospel to orphans and vulnerable children. Day 20, the coming. Luke 2, 52 says, and Jesus increased in wisdom and in stature and in favor with God and man. You know, sometimes it's easy to forget that Jesus lived through every stage of life that we live through. The scriptures don't preserve for us much of, of, of or record much about what Jesus's life looked like between birth and adulthood. But perhaps it's because there's not much to draw from in those growing up experiences of Jesus. You see, the difference between Jesus and us is not in how he grew up, but rather that he remained faithful to God at every stage of life. Day by day, Jesus lived a perfect life of obedience in complete presence of God, and he never experienced broken fellowship with God. Jesus's earthly character was being molded and shaped perfectly because God's character is his character. He lived sinlessly, not because he was passing a test, but because that's truly who he is. He displayed evidence in his everyday life through his perfection of why we needed him to come to fix our imperfection. You know, it can be tempting to think of ourselves as not being that bad. Or, or maybe we think that we're good people, we just need to be a little better. But the truth is just the opposite. The Apostle Paul put the reality of our brokenness before us by declaring that we are all dead in our sin. Romans 6.11 So you must also consider yourselves dead to sin and alive to God in Christ Jesus, Paul says to the church in Rome. Without exception, every one of us on our own is as dead as we can be. Our sin is utter rebellion against God and has rendered us without life and beyond resuscitation. That's really stark, and we probably don't like to think of it that way. We reason, well, how dead can we really be? We're still walking and talking. We can't really be that dead. Oh, it's the same lie that the serpent told to Eve in the garden. Oh, you will not surely die, right? Just because we haven't died an immediate physical death does not mean that we aren't dead. Sin has certainly hurt us. Sin has destroyed us. We may not Feel dead, but we are dead in our sins and trespasses. And even when confronted with the facts, it's easier to pretend that our sin is wounding us. Oh, but that it can't or it won't finish the job. We often act more like it's just a mortal wound that might kill us one day in the future. But let's live it up today while it's still called today. But we are the perfect sin procrastinators. Why deal with something serious today when we reason that it may not be due today? We, we like to think we're better off than we really are and that we have more time than we truly have. It's not popular to think of yourself as dead. Jesus told a parable about a dead guy who lived like he was the king of the world. The parable of the foolish farmer. Luke 12 verses 16 through 20 reports this parable to us when it says that Jesus told them a parable saying, the land of a rich man produced plentifully. And he thought to himself, what shall I do? For I have nowhere to store my crops. And he said, I will do this. I will tear down my barns and I'll build larger ones. And there I will store all my grain and my goods. And I will say to my soul, soul, you have ample goods laid up for many years. Relax, eat, drink, be merry. But God said to him, Fool, this night your soul is required of you, and the things you have prepared, whose will they be? Beloved, we are dead, and we need Jesus' life to take the place of our death. It could be an inviting lie to believe that we have within us the same ability to grow in wisdom and stature and in favor with God and man, just like Jesus did. But the truth is, without trusting your life completely into the life of Jesus, you are powerless. Without Jesus, we don't get better. Without him, we are dead. And death doesn't become a little better by degrees. It is harsh and final. It is Jesus that brings life and the hope for growth. And our growth always has to be seen in light of Jesus. Jesus gives us the power to grow to be like him. As followers of Jesus, we are called to work and to strive and to strain, to become more like Jesus. Paul calls us to train like athletes and to be unwavering like soldiers. But we must always remember that our growth only comes because we have put on Christ's righteousness and because we have been purified by the Spirit. Not only did God bring forth his son, born of a virgin, on a nondescript night in Bethlehem, but his spirit was within Jesus. Jesus was human, and Jesus was divine. Oh, thank you, Jesus, that you grew up and never spoiled your fellowship with the Father. Thank you, Jesus, that you gave yourself in all your glory to be offered up to atone for our sins, and thank you, Jesus, that we can claim the promise of being perfected into your image by your work on our behalf. Oh, holy night, the stars are brightly shining. It is the night of our dear Savior's birth. Long lay the world in sin and error pining till he appeared and the soul felt its worth. A thrill of hope and the weary world rejoices. For yonder breaks a new and glorious morn. Oh, fall on your knees. Oh, hear the angel voices. Oh, night divine. Oh, night when Christ was born. That night was holy. His birth was holy. Because he was holy. And because He came as holy, this leads to the best news of all. You don't have to be dead, but you can be redeemed. That holy night brought redemption. Thanks for listening to the Defender Podcast Advent Edition. Please visit lifelinechild.org advent to receive a free download of Lifeline's Advent cards and join us as we anticipate the coming of Jesus our Savior.